you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. David. Football. Football David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi and hello, football fans and pie fans. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program, presented by Head and Shoulders. Yes, it is pie off seven. It's coming at you in a matter of moments. In the meantime, let's talk about not the game of life because we'll have plenty of time to ingest some pies and everything else, but let's focus for a few minutes with our old pal, Maurice Jones. Drew, what's the poop, fella? Well, Shaq, I was on my way back from Detroit uh, with the Los Angeles Rams after securing our second drop. back-to-back NFC West championship. Um, but on the plane back, I had two pieces of... Of cheesecake. Now, I know it's not pie. It's but, close, though. But it tastes so good that all I could think about was pie off. Mm. And I was so sad that I couldn't be there. Why? Yes. I went for the for the sake of the no jive policy. We have already completed the pie off. And I appreciate, Maurice, you holding your tongue and announcing who the winner is for uh, the, for the full effect of the drama here. Uh, it is great stuff. It was delicious stuff. We missed your presence there. But uh, some of your pals were there and yeah. figured prominently in that, but let's talk about pro football for okay, a little let's bit. Go, right let's go. Let's dive now, into it. What, do, what, do you, what would you like to speak on? I, you know what? Well, first of all, before we do, I just want to say shout out. Whoa to the uh, to the red challenge flag, uh, the maintainer of it. He keeps track of the red challenge flag picks for us. Andrew Raby, shout out to him because he also got us going with the pie off. He sent some savory pies, some mince pies, all the way from uh, Scotland. So thanks. Wow. To, thanks for those, uh, Andrew Raby and uh, Maurice. If you want to dip into those, you're more than welcome. But I'm going to throw those over. Over here for now and uh let's kibitz about what we saw in nfl week 13 and try to make some sense of it going forward here we're now a quarter of i mean three quarters of the way yeah. through the season and i feel like we're now at that place where now everybody feels like they have it all figured out this is what everything is this and is there's still there's still four games left there's this still is, plenty of time for things to shake up a little you know bit. i know in some of the holiday songs they like this is the most i know i hear it on the the dave damashek uh song before we always mm-hmm. start like this is the most football is time of the year like mm-hmm. you're exact we're in it we're in the middle of it right now everybody says that you guys you players always tell me that nothing really matters until right around Thanksgiving. That's it's, when the good teams wanna, get that. Hear, that's when you ratchet it up. It's funny. It's like that. Pop Warner, not so much. Or youth football, not so much. But high school is when the really good teams start to be become great teams. October, November. College, October, November. Pros, November, December is when you start to see teams separate themselves from the pack. And you, I think you're starting to see it pretty clear here um a lot of teams separating from the pack the one up in green bay oh, and yeah. they separated from their head coach no question sure I, you, I, you know and I, I i spoke with james jones about it and i i think i kind of feel the same that he does that mike mccarthy you know if you're gonna make this move you you deserve let him 
get the rest of the season. Mm. You can always do a head coaching search down the road. You already knew you were going to fire him. Like coaches know and teams know they're going to fire coaches by week eight. It, it doesn't. Nothing happens after week eight unless something significant happens on the team. You know, but by week eight, you already know if you're going to keep your guy or 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 or, or to let him go. You can start the uh, the search there quietly. That's exactly right. I think it's a funny thing as though it's an either-or thing. And and listen, Mike McCarthy did a lot of great stuff in Green Bay and uh, tip of the cap to him. And I do buy the sometimes things get stale in sports. No question. And you, and you need a fresh voice, a fresh perspective. I get all that stuff. But the idea that, you know, how dare you, no. you know, like – I. I yeah, you can you can uh, keep him and also be searching for a coach. You it happens know, all the why, time. Why you can't? No, you had to fire him now so you can commence with the coaching. You could be doing both things. Oh, they they do it all the time. It's unreal. Um, one of the things I do have to talk about is you know your boy. We talked about what happened with Baker Mayfield last week, mm-hmm. and you know those comments. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, you stunned me by being yeah, on and 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 that's that. why I try to tell people all the time. You have to be humble in this thing because this game will humble you. Mm. Obviously, this week, three picks, right? That that's not, and he made some good throws. But you, this this is a week by week league. You can't, you know, you won four games. I get it. That's most they've won in a long time. Um, but you have to be humble in those winnings because you're still, you know, you're still fighting. Regardless if you're the New England Patriots or if you're the Oakland Raiders and the San Francisco 49ers are at the bottom of the league. You, when you win, you should be humble because when you try to bolster and be loud, other teams watch, and then you give them that extra oomph. And regardless of what it may be, it may be like they may – I don't think the Houston Texans have any, you know, friendship with Hugh Jackson. I don't know. But I know players are going to be like, well, I'm not going to let him do that to me. I'm not going to let him act yeah, like that Romeo on TV to me, right? Yeah, Romeo has ties back up to Cleveland with Dorsey. They surely right. in KC. You know, it's a people business, as it they It is. Say. It always is. It's a relationship. And so, as a player, when you see guys go out there and act crazy and talk and I feel dangerous and I did all this, as players, I'm like, well, you're not going to feel dangerous against me, so you're going to get that extra oomph that you might know to have gotten in the game. So even when you're on a you know reasonably irrelevant bunch like the Cleveland oh, Browns yeah, because, are right now, because people still you, get let's, a chip let's on say, their shoulder for that. Well, you just don't want to be humiliated in, on, on television or talked about on television. And I think what Baker Mayfield is doing is great for the Browns because he's giving them that confidence, that swagger. But then he's also putting that Browns team on alert to other teams, right? Mm. Like, up, oh, all right, now you know if the Browns beat you. You know, he's going to be on. They're going to gonna have him all over the news, and he's going to be top story. And so you got to make sure that you're on your A game. And I think you saw that with the Houston Texans. Um, I want to talk about, by the way, though, with the Browns winning, it, that is a good result. They, You do not want the Browns to catch fire to the degree that they win out or something close to that. Because if you're a Browns fan, you do not want Greg Williams as your head coach. Why not? G-Dub. I love G-Dub. Oh, stop it. That would he's not a, he's be a, leader a good of men. conclusion. Huh? He's a leader of men. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Um, anywho, let's talk. Uh, the uh, Another quarterback situation that really fascinates me in the AFC North. I know you and I both like Lamar Jackson coming yeah. in uh, into that situation. But now it sets up for a really wonky completion to the Joe Flacco era as far as I'm Not concerned. Really. Not now, really. I, I, th- I think Joe's done. I think uh, Lamar Jackson, is as long as he continues to win, 
they're gonna they have to play him. Obviously, they're finding ways. Their defense is standing up. They're running the ball well. Uh, Lamar gives that extra element where they have to account for him, so he's allowing other guys to break long runs. And he's still, you know, he's still learning the passing game, and he's using his arm. They're they're getting more involved there. Um, but it's over for Joe, and it's okay because guess what? There's a bunch of teams in Florida that need a quarterback. Well, I see. And old I, Joe I Joe gonna get e- paid. See, it's. I think that's easy to say. Well, Joe Flacco just move on and be the starting quarterback somewhere else. But how many situations, looking around the 32 uh, NFL teams, how many teams can you rightly say would be upgraded at QB by adding Joe Flacco as the uh, Not the Jags. He doesn't. He doesn't give them what they need. Does he, he does. He throws the ball. He could read coverages and he throws the ball well. I mean, that's what you want. You just want a quarterback. Remember, the Jags defense is similar to that Baltimore Ravens defense. You just want a quarterback that can continue drives. Uh, Blake Bortles has been inconsistent with that. And, 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 you know, it's not to say that he can't do it. He's just, you know, this league is about consistency. So when you're inconsistent, we have to move forward. Well, Joe Flacco's not consistent. That's he's, the problem. He's more with consistent him. than Blake, though. I think that would be jumping from the frying pan into <clears throat> but the fire. Then you or have whatever, Tampa. If you did Flacco. Then you have. New York. You don't think famous Jameis is well, right. Well, the well this is the thing. I, I would hope that they would keep Jameis Winston, but they didn't give him the fifth year option. So this is it. You got to make a decision, right? You you let something that happened a couple years ago cloud your business judgment. Now a lot of people don't like the business of the league because of some of the things that have happened. Obviously, with the Redskins that have done, but you can't allow that to claim, you know to cloud your judgment because while Jameis is playing well right now. You have to make a decision very quickly if you're going to try to sign mm-hmm. him to a long-term deal or let him test free agency. Well, wait, so wait a second. Could he be in D.C.? I wonder if Alex or you Smith fran- is I ready to go. Or you could franchise tag him. Yeah, they could They could hold on to Jameis. Yeah, I just don't think D- it's— D.C.'s another one. I mean, we don't know how Alex Smith is going to— First of all, Alex, you know, I appreciate you, man. You've done a great job. I'll make sure I'm looking at the camera when we do this. Uh, he always he always comes to me and tells me that his high school team with Reggie Bush would have beat mine. And that's, that never we happened. broached that subject yeah, at the Super Bowl. That would have, when that I that would have never that would have never happened. But I think you know with Alex and what he's able to do and has been able to do, you just hope that he can come back. And if he can yeah, come but back, I mean, be fine. Yeah, I don't know. Is he really going to be ready to go for September 2019? Maybe Flacco could move up to our nation's capital. But well, it's really I do think down it, for him. What? Well, Right, true. Yeah. Down so down good for you and your yeah. geography. No question. Was that uh, one of your courses at UCLA? No, 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 no. It's just something I, I, you know, I travel the world and I try to, you know, always put myself in there. Yeah, it's just one of those deals. All right. Well, uh, either way, I do think it's interesting as you look at it. Three years ago, you could say, I, I would always say, in a world of seven billion people, how can we not find thirty-two people to play quarterback effectively? We're pretty, we're getting pretty close now. We're about like twenty-eight, thirty situations. You're like, yeah, that quarterback's really not the issue for Team X anymore. Uh, I mean, I mean, your Jags we're, we're, are a looming well, Jag, uh, exception to that. Titans. But. I mean, Mar- Mariota's been up and down a little bit. I don't think it's been exceptional play. I think we've lowered the standard for quarterbacks as in the media. I personally feel hmm. like because. You know, all of a sudden it's like, well, he's 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 you know he's doable. Like, no, that's not making twenty million dollars. Twenty million dollars or twenty million dollars. I don't care what the cap says. Doable doesn't get you twenty million dollars. Like, doable gets you ten as a quarterback, maybe eight. Here's once a, you, you know what? Here's a here's as hot a take as I can possibly come up with, or a question, hot take with a question mark after it. Would it make any sense? Because we have talked about this, you and me, Maurice, yes. for literally three or four years now, that the sweet spot is having a good quarterback on his rookie deal, a la the Seahawks when Russell Wilson first came in, Kaepernick with the Niners, 
uh, so on and so forth. Rams. Flacco's run with Bears. the Ravens. Yeah. You know, he wasn't on the right. huge deal he is now. There are very few guys that can actually cover up the flaws on the rest of the team while right. they make $25, $30 million themselves. Matt Stafford does not appear to be a guy who's capable well, I, of Well, you know, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because this is something I was on the way here. Well, yeah, was, you were up I was there speaking, in Motor City. Well, I was speaking to my wife on the way uh, to work today, and I was just, you know, we were talking, and uh, we were talking about our facility and some of the business things and some of the moves we have to make, and there's some tough moves. But look at the Atlanta Falcons after giving Matt Ryan that huge deal. How many games did they won? That's right. Well, that's look at the Green Bay Packers. Well, that's what I was getting to, Maurice. Thirty-five-year-old Aaron Rodgers makes a lot of gravy. That team is very good. They make the playoffs almost every year. This not year this is an year. anomaly. Okay, no, well, not this year. That's now all you're I can turning call it over. You're going to yeah. probably go after your version of Sean McVay, which Maybe you shouldn't. I think you should go defense and then have the offensive coordinator and because their defense needs to be fixed. It's not, well, Cliff, it's not the Cliff offense. Clingsbury's off the uh, market now. He's gone to but USC. I, I mean, but this is the thing. Cliff Clings, like, he didn't win anything at Texas Tech. Well, so what is that like? I need a winner. I don't need a guy that's going to put up stats. Stats don't win you games. I need someone that can win the understanding situational football. Okay. That wins you games. Fine. What about the Green Bay Packers? Do they – make a blockbuster and somehow move Aaron Rodgers and just reset back to zero no, and start there's from no, scratch. There's no way. The people up there, would they'd come out. It would be picket forks and all types of things. Okay, would, maybe yeah, that's, that's not from a work. PR standpoint, you're absolutely that's right. That's not going to work. But would that be the sensible thing No, to do? it wouldn't be. I think in this situation, you understand you have Aaron Rodgers. It's now time to build around him. Understand that you have to draft really well. He's been getting beaten up pretty you, good. The you, last have, few you have years. to draft. Well, their, their biggest issue, and I talked with James Jones about this, their offensive line, their guard position. Mm -hmm. Remember, Aaron Rodgers is athletic. You need to have him, you need to allow him to step up. So I'll give you a great example on the quarterback pay, pay chart, which I think everyone deserves to be paid. I'm for it. Get your cash as much as you can. Let's remember, though, Tom Brady is making. Well, he's like the tenth, twelfth paid. Yeah, because he always works that deal. I mean, he gets paid, but though. he understands that I'm only as good as the players around me, right? And, and Aaron Rodgers, I think, is phenomenal. He does a great job. They have to draft better. If you're going to pay a quarterback the top tier money, you have to draft better. Atlanta, I just don't understand how Atlanta's offense isn't working. I really don't. And now people are going to say injuries to the defense, and maybe it's the offensive line. I don't know. But if I'm paying you $30 million a year and I get I got Julio Jones, Muhammad Sanu, all Calvin these dudes around Ridley. you, Calvin Ridley, like, I've given you <laughs> everything. Coleman is just fine. I've given you everything that you need. And we, we, we're over here sitting like that. That's not good. Like, I we should be scoring 40 points a game. I just I, – I wonder, though, it, it's really the, the pressure on a GM to try and reconcile that. We have our guy for the last decade, for the last 20 years – all we've heard is you got to find your franchise QB. No. Well, now we feel like we have it, but the, but the reality is the only teams that are really in contention, and you saw the Eagles get over with Nick Foles at quarterback last year in the postseason, that's because of overall Vikings. roster depth. The that's what it has to do with, the Vikings unless were, you have Brady. The Vikings were key. I, even I think I think with Tom Brady, they have – they've so throughout the years they, they haven't drafted well, but guess what? You go trade a fifth-round pick for Josh Gordon. Right, as much as Gronk isn't doing what he's normally, he's still Gronk. You have to watch him. You can't just single cover him because he'll dominate safeties. Um, I think the Minnesota Vikings are a great story in what not to do. 
That's right. What not to the do? The latest, though, of, the, yes. of several examples now. So you have a team, and you just went to the NFC Championship game. Um, you do a great job of adding depth on the defense. You have multiple running backs. Offensive line is uh, it's getting better. Tight end, receivers. And then you go in, and you say, all we need is this one guy. We're going to hedge. We're going to put everything down. We're going to go all in on this one dude. And now look. And you're worse than you were a year ago. And the, or and, close and, to it. Well, and remember, we said the expectation when you get that type of guaranteed money was Super Bowl or nothing. Curse is supposed to. Not everybody's up to to overcome the curses the, of supposed to do it. Yeah, and, and the biggest thing to me when I look at the Vikings is that because they played Kirk Cousins so much money, they feel like they have to prove why they gave him that money. It's saying, listen, we're paying you this money because we just want you to manage the game. And that was the market price for you. And that's okay. I'm okay. Look, if I if I like a car, or I'll give you even better. If I go to a restaurant and I like a certain meal, I'm going to pay a little bit extra because I like it. You don't have to like it. I like it made to be a certain way, and this is what I'm paying for, for my for my leisure. That's what you're saying with Kirk Cousins. In this situation, yeah, you know, in this situation, Kirk Cousins, like, that's what you paid him for. Like, like, look, we just wanted a better, a little bit better quarterback. I know it's a lot of money, but we're going to go back to doing what we do well. And they haven't done that. They haven't ran you're the so ball. You're so right. And, and just as Dalvin Cook appears in the last couple of weeks to finally be over the hump and back to close to what you expected from him coming out of uh, school there and how he looked in that first month uh, in his rookie <laughs> season, that they didn't feed him more in Foxborough seems like a, uh, like, a, a, like a wrong-headed choice there. But then you mentioned food and being in a restaurant. And I remember it wasn't something that you paid for. They gave us, a, they gave us bacon appetizers, and they were thick like, two inches thick chunk bacon and uh and you ate yours and you loved it so much that i turned my head for a second and you took my chunk too and what i thought this? that when we were in chicago at the draft oh, i yeah. did i didn't forget that was, that was a long time ago it wasn't i your didn't fault. forget you took too long don't take long <laughs> we're out there i told you it was good it was for you my were, leisure you were cat quick it was, it was phenomenal Even people in your still leisure, you people were, you people were... don't think i i still got it but Shaq, no, you let no. them know i still got the juice that's if game I need to. speed no yeah, like jerry rice chasing a football in the sky no question i can go get bacon on the plate maurice hey if it's out there you just don't leave it there's tight. no reason for that. That, that that was quick twitch tight space reaction by maurice no, short area quickness wound up in his belly no question very nice maurice jones drew he is one half of uh, the great radio team along with jb long calling the rams games you see him on fantasy you see him on monday night after monday night football with cole wright and the fellas uh it really is as entertaining an hour or so as you can consume as a football fan make sure you check that out so on and so forth, the great Maurice Jones-Drew. But now his absence was a shame, but my heart is still full from uh, a great pie off seven. Let's get to it right now, shall we? Pie off seven. Let it begin with this message from the head of pie off officiating, the VP of pie off officiating, Dean Blandino. Dean Blandino here, former NFL senior vice president of officiating, and current rules analysts for the NFL and college football. And before we begin this year's Pie Off 7 competition, let's take a minute to go over the rules. Rule number one, your ticket of admission is your pie. If you want to eat pie, you bring a pie. Rule number two, all decisions are final as determined by the blue ribbon panel of one, Mr. Dave Damashek. Just a general note here, folks, Dave does not like fruit in his pies, so please use your discretion. And rule number three, have fun and enjoy the pie off. 
Live from Studio 66 in beautiful Culver City, California, DDFP presents High Off 7 with your host, the Committee of One himself, Mr. Dave Damashek. Hi and hello, football fans and games of life. The ultimate event on the calendar has arrived. It is time for Pie Off 7. Welcome to the Blue Ribbon panel assembled here in Studio 66. In a matter of moments, moments, we will head down to Stage 1. We have a rainy day here in Los Angeles, but that will not dampen our spirits nor our appetites as we go down and uh, eat pie with our colleagues. It is a time, the holidays, as we sit here in between Thanksgiving and Christmas time. Typically, the pie off is conducted the week uh, of Thanksgiving due to some scheduling and otherwise. I think in, in, it's in the right spirit. Emma VP behind the glass, who is really the architect of the pie off at this point and deserves uh, immeasurable thanks and uh, credit for this, along with Eddie Spaghetti and Mark Brady and uh, Ryan Bartlett and uh, and Ricky Hollywood and beyond. Um <laughs> So yeah, we pushed it. I think it really encapsulates what this, what the spirit of the holidays are all about. As we sit here in between now Thanksgiving and Christmas, and when you'll be eating so many pies, and it's a time of togetherness, except for the next forty-five minutes or so, where there are no friendships, there are no allegiances. It is every man or woman and their pie for themselves. And the blue ribbon panel one, a.k.a. me, will divine who has the finest pie. It is the greatest concoction I've ever come up with because it allows me to eat as much pie as I can possibly stuff into my pie hole over the course of this next hour. Let's go around the wheel quickly, shall we? And we'll start it off with the man seated to my immediate left all the way from London, England. He's our resident Miami Dolphins fan, and he is also the inaugural champion of the pie off way back in 2012. His treacle turn Heart brought home the glory. It's Handsome Hank. I mean, <laughs> what? What's wrong, Deeker? You already raw about something? I just know. I love everything about it. Handsome, how are you? My ring I'm cut. sorry for that interruption, but. Ode it's to only the to be expected to from your competition there. Yeah, it's only to be expected from her. Um, I'm very well, thank you. Good. I'm excited to be back here. I'm the the first champion, and I, as I understand it, the seventh champion as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that was not something um, that you see in many other disciplines. Someone who's able to come in and then six years later do it do it all over again. I, I will say uh, before we get to the other assembled uh, competitors here that you floated an interesting thought, and uh, you know, immodest maybe but also um, not, you know, not completely undeserved. You said un- uh, not unlike Vince Lombardi has the uh, the Super Bowl trophy named after him because he won the first one ever. Shouldn't it be the handsome Hank trophy going forward? You got a comment on that, Deke? No. I know you like I, to speak before everyone else, so you I, go for it. No, I mean, I saw it floating around on Twitter, and I mean, it's not the worst idea. I will say this, that the Lombardi the trophy is striking, simple, Glorious looking, but I think it does have to take a back seat to the Piesman Trophy seated uh, in between uh, me and Handsome Hank. Now a gorgeous golden pie there atop a, uh, a uh, brown uh, stand there. And uh, I see that there's a second one in the studio oh. here. 
to my immediate right, it is uh, it belongs now and forever to the 2017 champion. It's Mark Iztook. How are you? What a pleasure to be here. Yeah. Uh, look, this the has, been, a, this champ, has really. been an amazing year. Mm. This has been uh, more than I could have ever imagined. Uh, the adulation from the fans. I want to thank everybody out there who reached out this year, all the supporters. Um, really, what a whirlwind year, and, and I'm hoping for another one. Well, you can really speak to that because people ask, you know, in the hallway and otherwise, what do you get for winning the pie-off? And I oh. say, well, you get a trophy. What don't but you beyond get? that, you know, what don't you get? Have doors open for you professionally? Absolutely. And- I mean, it's it's uh, it's funny. I was talking to Martha Stewart earlier, and we were just kind of talking about you know different baking techniques, and and really to be able, it's it's the the adulation from my peers mm. in the baking community. I think that means the most. But richly deserved for your rich pie of 2017. A fair amount of controversy dating back two years now uh, to what many felt should have been your big moment, but instead that went to, no, that was three years ago, in fact, Mm -hmm. when you had a delicious crack pie that came uh, only as a runner-up to the pie of our 2015 champion. There she is. She's the Black Widow. She is the Al Davis <laughs> of Pie Off. She ruffles feathers and doesn't care at all. It's Tara slash Tara Deeker. How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm glad to be back. Um, super excited that Henry has been able to rejoin us. Mm. Um, I yes, think- by the way, uh, cheers to that, if nothing else. Handsome Hank, because the scheduling hasn't been able to join us over the last few years, we've been poor for his absence. But uh, this is an exciting uh, thing to have the inaugural champ back in it. But anyway, Deeker, I'm sorry I interrupted you. No, I mean, I'm just uh, – I'm honored – um, you know, it's been a tough by what? By just being included and being recognized, okay. and uh, you were a champ once. You, you yeah. deserve no, to I, be I, here. You're at the you're at the dining well, table. Well, thank you. Um, why is it Why has it been a tough year for you? It, you know, in <laughs> contrast to Mark Istook's banner here, mm. um, it's been a little tough. Um, you know, the day after I lost, I woke up and I just started grinding. It's like I just had to get back and um, start again. You put one foot in front of the other, and it started the next day. Maybe this is a, g- a good time for us to finally discuss the elephant in the room, you know, as it were. Uh, you know, as you mentioned three years ago when my crack That's pie. That's not a nice way to refer to Dave. But. Well, uh, um, it never forgets. Uh, you know, I, I took my loss like a champ. Um, never yeah. uttered a, a harsh word. Uh, uh, no backdoor campaigning for me. But last year, that that, that first day for uh, Ms. Deeker, you know, getting Willie McGinnis in on the mix and Daniel Jeremiah, a little whisper campaign. I mm-hmm. should have won. I should have won. Try this pie. This yep. pie should have won. Uh-huh. And it's been 364 days of that. And, and I'm just curious, you know, what what did I do to you to deserve You know, it's took that. I'm happy to have this discussion in that. This reminds <laughs> me of Hugh Jackson and Baker Mayfield. Well, I mean. Well, we are Bakers. Right. Exactly. Right. So it's apropos. Right. Um, there's probably the same amount of misinformation and uh, hurt feelings possibly. But um, to answer about DJ and Willie, I do not control them. Like, I, I don't control the sun. I, but you also, you know so, what, Deeker? That's disingenuous, <laughs> and I don't care for it because I. One thing I will make clear: different I, competitions I have different rules, different standards. It's already off the tracks, everybody. We're human I, beings. The, the blue ribbon panel of one is a human being, and I am open to, uh, to you know, to bribery. 
to compliments and otherwise. People say, how dare you do that? No, that's playing the game, Deeker. Deeker gets it, is Took. Perhaps you don't. I mean, I, don't, I get Look, it. For the next 45 minutes, I've got a championship sitting right here, and I'm okay with where I'm at. Yeah, well, you may be in the final moments of your uh, glorious I'd like uh, to know that when I won, there was no trophy <laughs> because all I needed was the win in my heart. Well, there's yeah, something isn't filled in your heart just yet, Deeker, because it is a little I, – I'm I, just as I say, do whatever you want to win me over, you know? Like, listen to when I tell you, don't make fruit pie. I mean, you can make a fruit pie, but I don't like fruit pie, and I'm a blue ribbon panel of one, so go ahead and make your fr- – these, the, the, these people, these these narcissists who, 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 who pound the table, you no, 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 my, my fruit pie, pie yeah, will right. win you over. <laughs> go ahead and make it. I bet you're wrong. I'll eat it. I bet you're <laughs> I wrong. I will eat it. <laughs> but make no mistake, I'm gonna eat it. Right. But it's not gonna it's not gonna end right. up winning. The thing <laughs> do do what you wanna do. I will say now that we are at the big event. I, I found it a little untowards that you went out of your way to bring in sample pies to get celebrity endorsements as though exactly. they're going to win me over. That, Willie McGinnis and Daniel Jeremiah, I did they're not, not in the Blue Ribbon I panel. I did not one. bring in pies to gain celebrity Then why'd you bring them in, Deeker? Popularity. We have, we have, ta- we have talked about this, and I have tweeted about it. It was dry run time. Now, my dry runs can only be offered to a certain select trusted few. Ah, uh. I can't be willy-nilly showing my dry runs and showing my cards. Willie you McGinnis, you, though, you can do. You don't, go to, you don't go to Vegas and sit at the blackjack table and turn all, over why, all the cards. Why am I getting heat from Willie McGinnis? Willie McGinnis is coming into 66 and telling me about <laughs> the best pie ever. That better win. I heard I don't, about I'm, this, I'm not intimidated by you. I heard about this after the fact, by the way. He saw me on Total Access yesterday, and he's like, I told Dave Damashek yesterday on the podcast. or today." On That's the podcast. nonsense. That's nonsense, Now, though. you think I put these guys up to this. you got to be kidding me. Again, I you, don't direct them to the you're bathroom. You're the only one who fed them pie, Deeker. I've, I didn't bring them in specifically what, for East that. Took didn't say, Lindsay Rose, will you tweet about my delicious pie? <laughs> I never asked them to tweet. I simply said, what do you think? Of the, you know, I was trying to figure out my recipes. And so, Listen, Reggie Wayne, can I summon? Uh, can I ask of you a favor? I, I don't control their Twitter. He doesn't feed. do that. Hansen I don't do that. Do that. He's got dignity. So, Badika, your dry runs in the end, yep. they are. You do a dry run so that you get down to the pie that you're going to bake. I had to do dry runs for a few reasons. Recipe selection. You know, right. I, I I tried one that I thought was a home run. Obviously. Not a home run. Recipe selection. Yep. Yeah. Then I'd have to do the dry run of the. I narrowed it down, and then I had to perfect, you know, the first time you do it, not great. You know, it, it can always be perfected. So then I did two more of the same recipes so I could see, you know. And that, right, that I'm not going to be, I'm not gonna be able down. to eat pie uh, if I'm asleep, so but, I've got to end it right wait, there. That gets you Let's down to one pie, right? Yes. So I brought one pie in with you today. Yes. Because last year you had two pies. I'm submitting one pie. Well, I, I want to get to all of okay. that, but that, that to review the history as thoroughly as we can, uh, we are the subjects of a documentary now. Uh, um, so rich is the history of the pie-off at this point. Let's take a look back I- at the documentary of pie-off. Let's do the pie-off. Let's go to treacle top. Bourbon, pecans. Oreo, white chocolate pie-off. Pie-off. You never know what's going to happen in a pie-off. What's the pie-off? What do you mean, what's the pie-off? Pie-off is the single greatest event of the f***ing year. <laughs> the origins of pie-off are a little murky, but it's my understanding that podcast hipster Dave Damashek started that event because he was feeling very unfulfilled. And I mean that literally. He was quite hungry. Right, let's head outside and eat even more pie! More pie! More pie! <laughs> you fooled everyone. 
duping his colleagues into baking pies for his own selfish benefit. Seven years ago, I baked a treacle tart that changed the course of history. Still remember every bite, treacly, just like the name said. I couldn't get enough. I craved more, more pie, more adoration, more control, more power. They created a monster. It's as simple as that. When I tell you I don't like apple pie, for you to bring in apple pie and think you're gonna change my opinion. Listen, I'm a judge, you know what I like. And Dave wasn't the only one who got power hungry. My name's Daniel Hansis, I'm CEO of Hansis Corp. <laughs> and yeah, you heard right, I've single-handedly, along with my mother-in-law, won three pie-offs. So I said, Ann, it's time to hang up the dough. Daker, I'm retiring. So are you afraid of Hansis Corp? I'm sorry, who? Uh, damn, answer. Oh yeah, no, I know what you said. I won the Piesman <laughs> in 2015, ending his mother-in-law's little dynasty. So he's, he's took the front runner for pie off seven? I don't know. Is a picture worth a thousand words? Don't ask me impossible questions. Do I feel pressure to repeat as pie off champion? You bet your anise I do. All I have to do is just keep my eyes on the pies. Martha Stewart. Hey Martha. Oh yeah, today's today. The run for cover because I'm baking up a storm. I've got the recipe for perfection. Confection perfection. <laughs> I'm coming for that Heisman. All is fair in pies and war. What's this for? <laughs> the determination of my colleagues leaves me utterly speechless. Fortunately, I let my gut do the talk. Let it begin! Yes, let it begin in a matter of moments. Boy, that's uh, wow. that is really, that's... really exceptionally stupid. This is where <laughs> we're all at work. You understand? Really, you understand? This is, this is the 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 longest running inside joke that that doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, but it's incredible. But we're the ones getting the laugh. Yeah. That's right. exactly right. Yeah. Handsome, don't yeah. you who, see? Who do we submit for reimbursement for? Because there was a lot of ingredients <laughs> in this. It took. I could show you receipts. I've got receipts. <laughs> I've probably spent about 150 to 100. Don't let her influence you I, with this. We, we do have a special guest ready to enter in just <gasps> one second. I want to say this, though. Um, a couple of things. Uh, the, the humble beginnings uh, of our humble pie competition back in 2012 um, it was me. Um, we we brought Dan Hanzus in, or but he brought no pie. Empty hands. Earning the name from <laughs> Handsome Hank, em <laughs> Empty Hanzus. Um, Black Tie brought in a, a meat pie of some a kind. meat pie that he picked up at the gas station. <laughs> that on the sounds way like in. a Colleen Wolf move. And Mark Sessler took a bite of it, not knowing that there was meat in there, and that was the price he had to pay from the pie gods for coming in empty-handed right. himself. And then Handsome's treacle tart brought it. Well, there were more than that. I think there were a couple more pies along the way that that showed up. I think so, but it was, uh, I don't like think I say, it was we've just come along. my pie against a meat pie. What? And now we have people making pies, test pies, so on and so forth. And Deeker, you actually thought about getting a, an extra temporary home to house all your pies. Well, okay. I mean, <laughs> listen, I thought I was going to go maybe a warm pie mm -hmm. route. And I try to think of the best way I could do it. Because, you know, you want to put your best foot forward or else what the heck are we here for? Well, yeah. Right. So Duh. I legitimately thought of friends of coworkers of mine that live close by. And I was like, well, you know, I don't know if I want to impose on that. Like, well, maybe I'll look for an Airbnb, you know, just just a thought or like a residence in nearby over by the airport or, you know, over by Sepulveda, you know, that has a kitchen. But then I thought, 
no, that's not going to work either because you're going to cook. You don't know what kind of oven. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to walk into a stranger's oven. You know what I mean? Like you sure. don't know. It's an away well, game. You're playing on the road. Yeah, it's, it's an, an away game. game. So I could do all the prep that I wanted to do. Get to some Airbnb and the temperature be completely off from all my dry runs. Humidity. Everything. Who knows? Yeah, it's some raining people, outside But today. some people, see, I get it. When it comes to a pie competition, some people are playing checkers. You were playing chess, but oh. you should have played three-dimensional chess because you should have realized, you already know, I'm easy to guilt into stuff. If you had told me, I paid for a bear, <laughs> an Airbnb, Airbnb <laughs> I would have felt so guilty. How could I not give it to you? Well, but you didn't, I mean, so now I don't know what I could have lived in an Airbnb for a whole week, done all my Dry runs. Then you oh, that's what you, you do the whole week. And yeah. then your pie acclimates. Yeah, the, it to acclimates the to the surroundings of the oven. I would have known the temperature. So we'll see. We'll next see year. what happens for pie off eight. Yeah, pie In off the meantime, eight. like I say, we have a special guest uh, waiting uh, entry here to Studio sixty six. Emma VP. Shall we send him in? Look who it is. Oh. oh it is the mastermind, oh. the CEO of Hanzus Corp. Some people don't like it. Some people don't like his way, his philosophy. I embrace it. Dan Hanzus cleverly knows I don't know how to make a pie, so I shall tab those close to me who do, namely my wife and her mom, the the queen, really, the dynasty, the, the, the key ingredient, the straw that stirs the drink at Hanzus Corp. I believe uh, here, well, let's talk first to Dan Hanzus. How are you? Sir? Hi, Dave. <laughs> A it's pleasure so, to see you. So great to be here. Uh, yeah. I've been at every pie off. Yeah, you announced your retirement two years ago. Two years ago, Ann and I stepped away after His winning our did. third title in four years. Uh, and, and since this is like a, fir- a full circle type event today with uh, Hank back with us, I have come empty hands. <laughs> it's very I like that. Full circle. Living up to I the guess game. that's fair. And, you know, it really is. You know, some people, there are a lot of people, 21st century football operations that resent the Patriots. But you know what? They're the ones with uh, the hardware. Hanzus Corp. Like it or not, they have the three Piesman trophies sitting on their mantle somewhere. Well, let's talk about that. Okay. Because – I don't want to bring down the proceedings here because this is a celebration and it's a familial type vibe here. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when there are, when there is an injustice, mm-hmm. it should be addressed. Um, so let's start here. These trophies uh, look great. The one that's going to the victor this year, probably Very not handsome. Deaker, but it looks great. Uh, <laughs> Istuk, you're a champion and, and you deserve that. Uh, but I have a statement to read uh, before oh, I bring in great. the face of Hank. Here we go. Uh, I, I am the mouthpiece, of course. So I'm going to read a statement from. And the face. In the face. I am going to read a statement from Ann Bates. Hairdo, right, for sure. This from Ann. While I am grateful to have earned the above pie trophy. Do we have a shot of the pie trophy? Can we get that, Emma, by any chance? So let's take a look at the pie trophy that we got. That's a nice, that's a handsome looking trophy. Which is pie a, off five. It's an empty tin. Which is a cake pan <laughs> duct taped onto some random trophy. <laughs> I must say that it does not reflect the high standards and expectations that are synonymous with the NFL. The above trophy looks more acceptable for a local table tennis club or small town bowling league with a very limited Ooh. funding. Uh, and with that, I would love to bring Ann onto the show because uh, I'm upset. And, and I just have to say, Dave, um, the reason why uh, Anne and I remain in retirement is because we are holding out. I see. We are. We believe we deserve uh, real trophies because we have the one that one piece of garbage. Let's be honest, and then no other trophies at all. Three times. 
Don't you see? I'd like to get behind this as well. I and have no I, trophy from, from year one. Th- that's fair. I've already said hey. I don't have one from 2015. But I am what? a dynasty. Hansus Corp is the dynasty of this competition. And to never be honored as such, imagine the Steelers never having a Lombardi no. in the lobby. But you know what head coaches often say after they win the Super Bowl? They say, hey, that ring on your finger, no one can ever take that away from you. As a matter of fact, literally, yes, they can take that. What they can't take away is the glory. Don't you see? That's the prize. That's fine, and that's all well and good, but I just believe there should be a, a trophy case in Texas for my mother-in-law Man. who has worked so hard, <laughs> and she deserves it. And just like Le'Veon Bell, he held out not just for himself. I see. But for the greater good, people like Handsome Hank in year one and Deeker the year she won. This is not about Lev. This is not about Hansis Corp. It's about everyone else that came before us and everyone who comes after. after. So she's it's about the legacy. So she's Kurt Flood for Pi. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. All right. Well, let's say hello to her there. There she is. Hi, the, uh, the queen of Pi Off, if there ever was one, the mm. three-tie champion. Happy holidays to you, ma'am. How are you? I am doing well. Are you? Because right, based on that letter I just heard, it sounds like. <laughs> well, you know, this meant a lot until I saw what the real trophy looks like. And I don't know. It's it's just a kind of disheartening. I'm I'm getting up in age, mm-hmm. and I I'd, I'd like to have a proper a proper. What did trophy. I say? What did I say tugging, about tugging at the heart? That's see, that's the move. See, she knows how to guilt uh, guilt me into something. I'll say back to you, old lady. Fill that empty <laughs> pie tin, and then we'll talk. And can I ask you a question? Did you did your son-in-law put you up to this? Because I've always thought of you as the kind face of Hansus Corbin. Him really as as the kind of the monster behind it who's driving <laughs> profits. Did he did he put you up to this? And this isn't really your feelings. This is something that 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 the face of Hansus Corpse put you up to do <laughs> Sugar and spice. Right. I have to say that um, I was okay with him going forward with this. Um, but it wasn't your idea. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to see your ki- your grandkids I, I at Christmas? Kill my bed. I will say when I, I did lay my eyes upon this trophy last year, when yeah. I started – Really looking at more recipes. Oh. oh. Intrigue. She got the itch. Back in the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Intrigue for 365 days Training from now. Training came around again, and you're like, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe I do want to be a Could player. we melt that trophy down into a new trophy? <laughs> I see, a yeah. piece of the old. Um, it's a bait. I don't think that's supposed think to melt. I mean, listen. You can yeah. take a hammer and pound it. This, I, I, I must say, this is untowards. Now, you're a three-time champion, and this is what you have to say about uh, about what made you famous? This is this is broad, untold Hey, riches. hey, 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 hey. Respect the queen, okay? <laughs> right. You're right. You come well, to you know me with what? that. See, I tend to like to look at a glass half full mm-hmm. versus a glass half empty. Mm-hmm. We never had a trophy before in the history of pie-off. She got the first one. Rock. Now, there's always going to be improvements. So, I mean, I appreciate your. This is why Mama Hanzoos hates you, Deeker. Right? She am doesn't I, am hate I right me. In saying that? Am I right about that? She doesn't hate me. No, I don't. Ann and I are like. She's your least leave. favorite competitor, though, right? That's not true at all. Do you root against Deeker like everyone? One hundred. I guarantee she does not. Mm. No, no, I do not. 
I do not. Deeker knows that. And you know what? I can tell you who is the opponent, the competitor that she most – I'm not going to say fear is, but respects is Mark Istook. Ah. Really? The fellow Ooh. Texan. There is something Texan yeah, yeah. about pies, and, and I have been a great admirer yeah. of, of her work in the past and hope to see her back yeah. with a pie here in the future. Listen, the idea that any of us dislike – we like competitors. Phil and Tiger just did that whatever that was. I don't want know? to talk for handsome, but, but I, I don't think no, he shares that sentiment at all. Uh, not with not with when it comes to you, where you, you stole my face to <laughs> okay. put on a pie last That's year. Not, I, and, and, Listen, and we have a phone call from Mexico signing off on the whole thing. We called you. You were in Mexico. You, you acknowledged called me it. as you were doing it on the in uh, like. Speaker, you have no shame. You were yeah. complicit. I will say, Hanzu's court may be latent in participation, but it has not dissolved as quickly as Handsome Corp has. <laughs> One year, they bring in two pies and uh, no, no, and, no, 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 they and a they load of controversy. Of she brought in two. This pies. is why you're a villain. Like Deaker. I said, this is why you're the black appre- widow. Appreciate the paperwork that went in. You're you're dual citizen. I mean, I don't know, like dual, dual citizen. You're not even a dual you citizen. About pies. I do a whole LLC based on your, you know, British citizenship. And it's just it was a lot of work that went into that. I'm he glad, has no appreciation for it. I'm glad for the queen that she did not get her hands dirty in what was uh, the most contentious, perhaps ugliest pie off to date <clears throat> last year. But you know what? We're going to wash our hands once again of uh, of all that ugliness and press forward with pie off sure. seven. With your permission, queen, and, yeah. and, and our hope that uh, collectively yeah. that you join us uh, for pie off eight. That's up to you guys. And I'll see, I'll see you at Christmas time. Yeah. Day, yes. I, I do want to say something. May, if go. I may. You may. <laughs> good luck. It's really I it's really good to see you. Oh I mean that's I, nice I, of you. I missed you. I've missed you the past couple of years and I'm coming out at Christmas and I thought, well maybe I need to make him a pie, a, a real good pie. Oh. Well, I mean I I wouldn't be opposed to that. I don't want you to put yourself out or <laughs> outside the borders of the competition. <laughs> yeah. Give me a nice kiss. Oh my gosh. Oh my <laughs> Oh, Very wow. nice. That is what great. a pleasure to see you. Have a happy holidays. Bye, Anne. Bye, Don't Anne. give this ugliness another second thought. Focus on making nice Bye-bye. pies for uh, for your lovely family. All right, there she is, the queen. And uh, and Hanzoos Corp CEO, Dan Hanzoos, do you have any final thoughts? Do you want to stick around uh, to poke the bears well, uh, uh, assembled here? Like I said, I never wanted to bring any a cloud over the competition because I honestly do love it. It brings the entire office together. Uh, so to the best, may the best pie win. And uh, if you guys take care of us with a trophy down the line, uh, our pie next year is going to wipe out whoever is the defending champion, and I have no doubts. Well said. And three, hit time, the, and three time, three time, three right. time. Hit the bricks. Hit Sorry. the bricks, jump, because so I, I, I misspoke. I just got a text from James Conner. He's saying something about in the absence of – sorry, it's unrelated. <laughs> there goes Hanzoos. I invited him to stick around, and then I quickly realized uh, the cardinal rule of pie off. Right. You don't have no pie. You don't get to be at the pie off. Nope. Your pie is your ticket of admission. We're going to go downstairs. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. And okay. Even past champions are not uh, are are not uh, above that. Rule. He seems like he has somewhere to go too. He hightailed it out of here. He's not even in the room anymore. Uh, I didn't appreciate Miami. It. He's going to Miami. I didn't appreciate the grandstanding, but it is great to see the queen of the pie <clears> off that was grand, nice. uh, that under was any nice. circumstances, especially if it equals me getting a fresh pie around Christmas time in a few weeks. All right, let's start off, ladies first. 
Ooh. Oh my goodness! Ooh. What so do today, we have here? Ooh! I made a salted caramel pecan pie with a pretzel crust. Holy and hell! Then, and then begins. <laughs> and then oh. wait, you got some pretzels that were like on offer in in the downstairs. No, the work, it was the, just the... it's it's a garnish. I I would have left. Yeah, I have my knife. Okay, please. before we go, before we go, uh, another step here. Willie McGinnis has floated the idea. He has a passion where pie off is concerned. And I feel it's important to hear what people, what anybody who has improvements, um, he suggests that I taste every pie, then boil it down to just three pies and then have a blind taste test. Does that make sense to do it? That well, you way? would have, that you would, like you would have to idea. never know whose ours is to start. Well, now it's too late. Yeah, it's now too late. Yeah. Next right. year. Next year. Maybe I mean, next year. Yeah. Whatever. Next year. All right, cut all right. me a piece. Deeker, this is exciting. Are we, we going to all do it, or you want to try mine first? I want to – well, now we're the... – well, while you're cutting, Hank could yeah, that's yeah. his. Yeah, you like me to do that? Sure. I don't know. Does, I, I mean, I don't think Mark should off? dictate how this goes. I, I, or me. I, I don't care what the order is. No, no. I'm, Deeker, I'm, I'm, I got a lot of pie to eat. I cannot eat a whole piece. I just need one bite for now. I know, but I got to just take – all right. I mean, listen. Where's the, our pie spatulas that we usually have? I have a I have a proper fork right here. That's all you not need a plastic one. Just hand it over. What are you cutting? Uh, I don't need a okay. cut of it. I'm gonna. She st- definitely does not want you just digging in with a fork. <laughs> that's well. That's what happens. I don't know right. where you might use his hand like my child. Oh, I got to get all the way down there to the, crust, to the pretzel crust. I, I'll be honest. That looks good. It smells delicious, Dika. Yeah. Congratulations. Oh look, here's a um. Thank you, Emma. Just too late for you. <laughs> it's okay. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, I thought, okay, that's a nice pecan pie, but the caramel comes in late on you. Can I, I mean, may I? Thank you. Do you, you taste the salt? Deeker, right out of the gate, that's a delicious first bite of pie and pie off seven. You got to get that pretzel crust, too. That's where it really pays off. I'm going to have to revisit that to make sure I got that, but that salt is very nice. All right, next up, our inaugural champagne. Way back 2012, we mentioned the treacle tart. What is the offering for 2018, Handsome Hank? Well, Dave, treacle tart is a is a traditional British dish, mm. and I thought I would continue on that theme. I was going to make a stuffing pie, um, which I thought would be playing, but I thought that maybe was out th- overthinking things. So I've gone with something that we call a banoffee pie. Ooh, and a banoffee never heard pie of such a thing. is oh my a goodness, look at that banana Ooh. toffee. Made from some delicious condensed milk, boiled up over five hours yesterday. I mean, evening. look at that. And then cream, and with um, because I uh, I wanted to have a, a nod to the United States of America, graham crackers that I crushed by hand last night. He did, <laughs> did crush them by hand. So. I use a hammer. <laughs> Again, handsome, please. The pot. Yeah, the, yeah. The I, I mean, I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I'm. I'm not gonna. Is there? A, is there an, an area? Put it down. As the artist, would you like me to pull it's from one fantastic. part of the pie? There isn't, okay. there isn't a spot that I'll, – I'll, I'll pull from the part that uh, that two of my fingers just went into. Yes. I love the fact that Istook is just eating my pie with just – I'd like look. to try some of Deke's pie as well. That's good. Malden's – I'd like it warm. Malden's sea salt Ooh. flakes. I took it out at like 6 in the morning. Yeah. It, it, it's like it's so dense that it can't mm. Can I tell warm you? Up. I don't love – bananas as i've made clear my microphone microphone. now has some banana on it (laughs) what is the goo what is the goo the goo is the stuff what is it? i mean as a kid i used to eat that and you would you would scrape the other stuff off it was the goo that what are you doing i'm serving you oh thank you um with the crushed graham packer the goo is the goo's the stuff you like the bananas are just an accoutrement 
delicioso. And that brings us to the reigning champion, Mark Iztook. Let's go, champ. Tell us about what you got today. This is a white chocolate chip macadamia nut brownie pie. Wow. Whoa, it just broke. It just broke the, just oh, broke the knife. Oh, we're here. Take this. Take my knife. Wipe off my fork so as not oh, to get any plate, of that aforementioned goo stuck. Oh, is it warm? It should be a little bit warm. Threw that guy in the uh, old microwave at the oh. end of the kitchen. Heat it up. Look at that. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, my God. Your face. Chocolate goo. Oh, it's heavy. That's the stuff. Oh, the, the the at the end there, the nut. Huh? Macadamia nut is what Yeah, white chocolate chip macadamia nut cookie crust to go with the brownie oh, pie. Hell. What kind of cookie crust is it? White chocolate chip macadamia nut. These, the we are not just three for three, but these are three Hall of Fame worthy pies. I think if you've heard anything over the last half hour here, it's also about frank opinions. And yes. uh, I'd like some some of those right now, starting with you, Deeker. What did you think of the competition? I've been that you here. Tasted? I need to try. Oh, okay. Handsome, you go ahead. You pull um, no punches. I pull no punches. So I would say Mark has come through with a fantastic um, chocolate goo pie. I think... I think probably there's a few too many t- complex tastes at the bottom of that where the chocolate's going to win out. You know, it's got... I, it's, I see it, it the other way. Chocolate. My glass is... My, my, my pie dish is half full because, right, I thought that's a delicious, if standard, really gooey chocolate pie, but then... Yeah, no, there's the, other bits, the but the chocolate the chocolate in. kicks in. The right. cho- chocolate beats them all in the end. Okay. I think Deeker's... I, I, for me, there's my personal opinion. <laughs> It's a little over pecan. I would have, I would have maybe halved the number of pecans I'd have used, and then maybe her other pie is is a different recipe like entirely. It's, like its maker, yeah, maybe uh, a little herself. extra, a little bit nutty, a little bit extra. Call a for two bit cups. Nutty. Call for two cups. I used about a cup and three quarters. Mm. Okay. And how do you review your own pie in comparison? It's the best of the. It's three. the best one. Okay, is took. How say you? Look, competition aside, it's an honor. To be at this table uh, when I taste these pies. Do this. No, no, no. I, I've never tasted one of one of <laughs> Hank's pies before. This is, my, I think, about the first one I've tasted. I'm impressed. My opinion of him has has changed. You know when they show guys mic'd up on the field before the Super Bowl and yeah. just the awe they have. I'm feeling that right now because these are three solid competitors or two solid competitors. I like to think mine is among the three. Ma'am. Maybe my favorite day of the year. Let's depart Studio 66 and join everybody else down on stage one. Dave. Dave. Let's say hello to the two uh, chief organizers of Pie Off each and every year. Starting off with the great Emma VP. What do you have here today, Emma VP? Well, Dave, Eddie, and I, uh, we combine forces, and we have Dave's favorite pie. As you can see here, it's just a pie crust filled with uh, stuffing. Mm-hmm. Your favorite, we've got Blue Raspberry Jolly Ranchers. As you talk about Blue Raspberry, why is it Blue Raspberry? Why is it blue? Right. Who assigned it that flavor? Yeah, grape. I know what I said. Yeah, exactly. Grape. It doesn't taste like grape. That's crazy. We got a Honeycrisp apple, mustard, and then you just got a nice sausage there, you know. But, Very nice. Yep. Eddie Spaghetti, anything you need to add to this? Uh, you know, you have a lot of Sheck bits, uh, probably too many that we cannot fit all of it in this pie. I actually wanted to get a giant bowl because, as you say, it's easier to eat things out of a bowl than it is a plate. But we did the best we could this year. All right. 
Well, uh, best wishes with that. I mean, I don't even know what this is. Uh, on one hand, it's disgraceful. On the other hand, I'm vain, so I'm kind of flattered by it. Thank you either way for your contributions to Pie Off and, uh, and all the contributions all year. Eddie Spaghetti and Emma VP, everybody, to uh, the essential members of DDFP and NFL Media. Now, speaking of essential members of NFL Media. End of the road right here, Dave. I, you know what? I like your moxie. It's Cole Wright, everybody, who I feel like all through the year, as opposed to, you know, if Handsome Hank and, and Deeker and Iz took and Hanzoos Corp, if they're Power 5 teams, if they're from Power 5 conferences, you are the Central Florida of the proceedings. Who are you? Who are you to, to, to talk? Yeah, you talk this talk as though anybody ever considered you. I haven't lost a game in two years. All right, well, you know what? I'm going to be the judge here. Tell us what you got going. Got a smooth chocolate silk pie with some candied bacon. And uh, in, uh, in honor of Tom Brady, pink Himalayan sea salt, Dave. Before pink I take Himalayan a – Pink Himalayan sea salt, Dave. Outside of Tara Deeker, this side of Deeker, no one uh, takes the loss, takes the L harder than Cole Wright does in the pie off. What if you don't win today? What, 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 you know, what, what are your feelings going to be? It's impossible. It's impossible. All right. All right. Tough talk. And by the way, you, may want you already know you like it because just a second ago, you ate a piece of your own pie. Already done. What's that? Already finished. Some people thought that that was untowards. I think that that shows a, uh, a level of confidence that, uh, that excites the panel. You have to be confident, Dave. In this pie game, you have to be confident. If you don't love yourself, who will? All right, here we go. It's the salt that really is coming through. And lovely fluffy chocolate hints make it the sweet comes in right at the end there you've outdone yourself cole right very nice very nice all right let's continue on now we've talked to is took already we've tried his marvelous stuff everybody get in on that one. Ooh, this one comes to us from bb this is a bourbon pecan anything you need to add here bb yes we need to add the bourbon bourbon whipped cream then add it lady let's go this looks like a contender it's a handsome uh, layout you've given to this yeah. pie. Presentation is important. Whoa! Yeah. Heavy on the bourbon. Oh. I'm buzzed. <laughs> that is really good. Ooh, it's chocolatey a little bit, too. I'm, I'm going to go right into the... BB. Excellent. And then we have Handsome Hank, of course. We have uh, Deeker's Delicious Pie. Let's bring it on home with Kent Brown now. What did you bring? Apple pie with some cinnamon. And did you make this pie? No, but I. All right, then I'm not. And then, then, then I'm too good for that pie. Thanks to everybody, and thanks to all for uh, for the great work, especially uh, Bartlett, Emma VP, Eddie Spaghetti, Kent Brown, Mark Brady, and uh, and Handsome Hank. But all right, let's get to it. In the shadows of the six preceding champions, it is now time to hand out the awards for Pie Off Seven. Let's start with. Rookie of the year, and we had some very capable showings here by rookies. I, we go down the line here. We see some of them. Kat Chan, a lot of people enjoyed her pie. BB's pie, very nice. Rookie, so on and so forth. Rookie of the year for Pie Off 7 goes to the bourbon chocolate pecan because of the whipped cream. Congratulations to BB. Want to say anything? Uh, I'm excited. Yeah, this is great. Rookie. Great. All right. She's, she's, a, she's a pie maker. She's not a speech maker. All right. Here we go. Next up, comeback player of the year. 
He's been away for too long. He's our inaugural champ. Now he has another feather in his cap and one that I'm ready uh, to announce now as our inaugural champ going forward, the Piesman Trophy shall be known as the Handsome Hank Trophy. Handsome Hank Hodgson for the Banafee Pie. And now, if I may visit with the reigning champ, Mark Iztook, Tara slash Tara Deeker, and Central Florida himself, Cole Wright, if you would join me on this side of the table. For the announcement, three delectable flavors, distinct as the three people who stand next to me. The third place winner of Pie Off 7, the reigning champ, Mark Iztook. The champ no more, but it's been a glorious run. I don't know anyone who has represented the Pie Off and what it, what it stands for more than the great Mark Iztook. It starts now. It starts now. Pie Off 9 begins now. It, it either breaks you or it lights a fire. The bakery. I hear you. Well done, Mark Iztook. That was a very tough call. And now to the upstart, Cole Wright. People said he couldn't do it. People said, what's he even doing here? He, 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 maple, he, he maple bacon, some pie. Who does that? Cole Wright, that's who does that. Then again, there is the Al Davis, the Cersei, the Black Widow of the pie-off. How many nicknames can I have? I have also Champion. Almost as many pies as you bring every year, which is a little untowards, but still. If you would hold hands, please. I don't, I don't hold hands with competition. I don't hold hands with competition. Did you see Super Bowl combatants holding hands? Never. I, I have. I have visited with the man in the mirror, and I and I checked his gut and his heart. This is not a decision to be made intellectually. No, it's made with the taste buds and the aforementioned gut. Your pie-off champion for the seventh time since handing out the award. Your winner this time around, Tara slash Tara Deeker. She did it. She did it based on merit. Cole Wright's was delicious. Tara slash Tara's was that much more delicious. And I want to say one thing. I want to say one thing for my integrity I want to, I think I think Deeker is actually maybe crying and I and I want to say for my own like I say dignity that this has nothing to do with Willie McGinnis and I almost had to take it away for the the unnecessary showing of of muscle to to try and convince me you've got attitude everybody doesn't have to embrace that but they do have to love your delectable pies Tara slash Tara Deeker muzzle tub to you any final thoughts Again, I just want to thank all my fans. Um, again, it was a rough year. Uh, I, 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 can't I can't begin to tell you how tough the journey was to you know, pull myself back up off the ground and really come back swinging. And uh, there's a lot of R&D involved. And uh, thank you to everybody who puts on this amazing event. And thank you to Willie McGinnis as well. You now are only one short of the all-time champ three of Hanzoos Corp, Handsome Hank, uh, now the inaugural champ, and going forward, like I say, the Handsome Hank Trophy. Congratulations to Cole Wright on, uh, on being a runner-up. How do you feel? Terrible. Came here to win.
came here to win. I don't, I don't, I don't believe that uh, that Deeker really put forth a winning effort. I think she had, uh, like you said, she had a little muscle, a little muscle coming from Willie over there, and uh, I feel like it, you know she she brings extra pies, she forces the pie on people, and I feel like you know that, that's just a byproduct. I, I don't, I don't disagree with anything you just said. What do you have to say, uh, Willie McGinnis? I just like to say that everybody did an amazing job today. Unlike Cole, unlike Cole, there's no. There is no bittersweet victories over here. Everybody did a major job. Everybody's a winner. And Co I, I will try your pie. I, I will try your pie. But everybody's a winner. And Cole, it's okay. You can't win them all. Try again next year. It's okay. Congratulations, Deke. 2019 competition has already commenced. Thanks to all for the contributions and for the behind-the-scenes work with this great crew right here from the DDFP. Mike Acosta, thanks to you, a.k.a. Lurk, is over there. He did uh, he did a ton of stuff on this, too. Congratulations last time. Tara slash Tara, go make some more pie for 2019. Uh, we'll talk to you later on down the line. Until then, thanks so much, everybody. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.